when I sleep, I dream that I'm on all fours, prancing through a meadow, chasing after a bunny. I think that's what happens. That can be taken in a lot of different directions. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the new season of Shenantics Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, the man that I don't, I was going to like say something, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm Skaky. Um, we also have M call here. He's also a co-host on this podcast. M call. How are you? I like to think of myself as the special guest star every week. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that's what I think that's the role I play. So I'm, uh, very excited, like... very excited to be here this week, Skanky. Very excited to see what you have to share with me. I think we switch off, on and off. Sometimes you're the special guest, sometimes I'm the special guest. Can we just, it goes... We could just both be the special guest. There is no host <laughs> of genetics. There's no host. We're an it's anarchist just... podcast. No, it's true. Right? It's we have true. no leader. <laughs> we... <laughs> And we don't want a leader. <laughs> That's true. Well, I will say actually, we we um on the outside we do view we do appear very anarchist as a podcast, but I think we are a democracy, which I am going to say is very surprising that our democracy has lasted for two years, considering that there's two of us and a fifty fifty tie is possible with every decision. <laughs> so uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So uh, we uh we they we. We have some interesting tiebreaker rules. Uh, if we like do a vote about something, and me and him, me and uh, Skanky go opposite directions, but uh, it doesn't have to be invoked very often. So the, the chugging of the milk is not a frequent thing. We're yeah. an anarchist democracy. Yeah, I like that. I like that. An anarchist democracy. We follow no rules except for equal voice. Could that be a thing? Can you be an anarchist and a democracy? Yeah. Like- yeah, yeah, be a yeah. Dem- democracy. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, Skinky, and I, like, I know you're just being devil's advocate by asking that question because <laughs> the reason why you know you know what the answer is is because you are also a millennial, and we can be whatever <laughs> the hell we want to be. <laughs> so we can be both an anarchist <laughs> and a democracy. I could be whatever I want. <laughs> exactly. I'll take my participation trophy and go home. I love those trophies. I do too. I think. Actually, I don't even know if I have any. I think I, uh, I think I, uh, actually, I do. I do. I should go grab it real quick and take a picture for you. Um, I have Please. a piece. All right, hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is what happens on this podcast. M. Cole gets in this whole big thing. He goes off running Alrighty. to go find some... Oh, he's back. Alrighty, alrighty. All right, you found it? Dead air, if you know what I'm talking about. You, right, you got it? I got cool. it, I got it. I'm taking a selfie right now. Great, I can't me. wait to see I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to tell you the story about this. Oh, there's a story behind his participation trophy. This is the most millennial thing that I've ever experienced. <laughs> right? You should be having some avocado toast right now and complaining I, I, about... The job market. I'm also sending you what I think might be the blurriest photo <laughs> taken by a M. Paul is also drunk, by the way. I am Completely also, inebriated. Just, it's just, it's very <laughs> difficult. It's very difficult. <laughs> I can't even see the trophy. It's like, wait, what do you think that is? Like an extension of my arm? M. Paul, it's like, it's okay, it's trail. like I'm driving a car right now, right? I'm driving yeah, a car yeah. down the highway. I'm going 85 miles per hour, and you're standing on the side of the road waving your trophy and I'm trying to take a picture of you yeah. while I'm passing. That's okay. what this looks like right now. That is that wildly accurate, yes. That may be, may be the case. I almost don't want to put the picture in the show notes so that people can just live off of what you've described as this. I just said, Skinky, the uh, <laughs> frankly work of art of Do you me, still have uh, your green <laughs> screen up? What's going on no, no, there? No, no, the best is is that the green screen isn't completely up. <laughs> just like, why is it not like, completely like, up? Like one eighth of it is because if I wanted to re put it up, I don't have to put the whole thing up. <laughs> What's the? Yeah. I know it looks super fucking ghetto in here. Trust me, I am aware. 
I almost wow. took another picture to send you with me in like the non-green screen wall. I figured that might be a bit <laughs> so much. So funny. we're going to do that real quick. Hold on. This is, this is the shenanigans content that people want in life. There we go. Oh, perfect. That one's nice and not blurry for you. And then I'll tell you about the participation trophy that I... Uh... <clears throat> okay. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to have the trophy in it. But it's just a photo of you. And the green screen. Okay, so. My participation trophy. So, um, so for one of our work parties, uh, when was that? Was that back in like April or something like that? I think it was back in April. And we had this work party at the end of uh, our busy season, which ends April 15th. And it was a bowling work party. So they took us out all out bowling and we had different teams. And I think there was like the company was split up into like four or five different teams. And we all competed against each other. And at the end of it, the person the team that won they got to share a single trophy all right share ah i know here's the thing my team didn't win in fact (laughs) (laughs) my team got second to last place however I have been practicing for another moment in my life, which was not bowling. See, they all continued to drink rather heavily, so okay. much so that me and one of my other coworkers, we were responsible for getting everyone into Ubers and Lyfts and cabs on the way home at the end of the day because they couldn't figure out how to use their phones. And oh so we're boy. like, we're like shepherding out the entire company and like making them all share different like Ubers and Lyfts and like drop everyone off. And then we look and we turn back to the table and we realized that they left the truck trophy on the table <laughs> and so what i thought was what kind of people deserve a trophy if they can't remember to bring the goddamn thing with them so i just brought it home with me wow. and so that is how i got my participation trophy for so that's not even your trophy it is now who's you the one that s- has it stole a participation <laughs> trophy no 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 everybody knows that trophies are like bearer bonds right you get the value just by the mere fact of having possession of them so, Even if um, it's a trophy that doesn't have your name on it, let's say. The trophy does actually have my name on it. <laughs> I, will, it. I will show you real quick. So you brought it to a trophy place, told them to change the plaque on the trophy to your name. You'll understand in a second. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be... This yeah, is I want, <laughs> the weirdest conversation. Oh, this, this is the weirdest conversation we've ever we've had. We've had some doozies, all right? But this is where you're talking. Emco, you're talking about the time you stole a participation trophy. I don't know if I want to ever use the word stole. I would use the word. <laughs> <laughs> Could this put you in some legal trouble? This no, I told now? you about the bearer bonds. How possession is everything oh. as when it comes to trophies. Sorry, I apologize. So, all right. So I just sent you the photo where it has my name on it. Um, has my name on top in case you couldn't understand because the bottom part where it says King Lincoln Park. That isn't. That's not me. Um, the one above that. That's me. <laughs> bowling champ. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, it's the trophy says bowling champ, King Lincoln Park. And I clearly, clearly I'm the bowling champ. So it's got my name on it and everything. I think we're good to go. So this is trifle. <laughs> this trophy's back with its rightful owner. Oh my god, this is great. Uh yeah. So uh but yeah, participation trophies. I think that's the only one I have though in my entire history. I am a terrible millennial. I only have one participation trophy and I stole it from a bunch of baby boomers. I know. What which, the hell is that about? Which actually might make me the most millennial of all the millennials. So oh goodness. Maybe. Yeah, no, but did did you get a lot of participation trophies growing up? I don't think I really got that many, to be honest. Uh, I used to get them sometimes in Little League, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but other than that, no. What sports did you play as a kid? Uh, I played a lot of sports as a kid. Yeah? I played, um, I did baseball. Okay. I did um, soccer. Okay. I did um, karate. Okay. I did I uh, lacrosse. Kind of sports. Oh, you karate? would totally play lacrosse. I could see you playing lacrosse. You were such yeah. a lacrosse guy. I really wasn't though. Oh, you totally were. Now you're getting I, all bashful. I thought it was. I thought it was a fun sport, but yeah. 
Okay, so there's this great position in lacrosse. Mm-hmm. It's called attack. All right. Okay. It's the best okay. position in lacrosse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't need to run a lot, mm-hmm. but you can still score a goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So the attack are so they they're playing on the side of the field where the attack where the, your opposing goalie is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know the people in the middle are they're called midfielders. They're the people who run all the time. They're running back and forth between the field, and they can pass it to you, and you can just score. Mm-hmm. So you know it's like a it's a great position. And then mm-hmm. they switched me to midfield. Okay. And I was like, Nah, bro. I don't I don't want to run this much. And then um yeah, then I stopped playing lacrosse. I also broke my finger, that's why I stopped playing. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I see. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That, I but like uh it. I guess it was fun. Like it wasn't bad. Yeah. But how, then I just how, stopped playing. How long how many like years or whatever did you play lacrosse? Uh probably like three years. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that wasn't that's very a, that's long. A, that's a good amount of time. I guess so. I Even think I, much... play, I probably played baseball longer. Yeah, I see. I see you as a baseball. Did you pitch? Oh, dude. I think I've told this story before. Have I? Not. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. I think I told the story about the time that I tried to pitch one time in little league and. No, hold on. No, back it up a second. Is this a story I haven't said? I. We're gonna assume it is. A story that I've already said. No, that you have not said. That I have not said. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's actually kind of a sad story. Oh. <laughs> because I I always wanted to play I always wanted to play baseball, of course, and I, I used to play as like a little league and I did T ball and I went all the way through because I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to be a pitcher. Okay. I always wanted to pitch. And when I was younger, I felt like I was maybe a little bit above average as a baseball player. So I used to play a lot of infield. Mm-hmm. And I used to play like shortstop and second base and third base. And those are like fun because you, the ball gets hit to you all the time, especially yeah. on third base because most yeah. batters are right-handed. So mm-hmm. you, you're always getting like, you're always catching balls and it's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started, then I guess once you get a little bit older, you know, it's a lot more competition because kids are coming in from all different schools it's not just like your school district or whatever yeah or the yeah. few that you're a part of so you get a lot more competition that and players that are really really good mm-hmm. so you start getting pushed back you know mm-hmm. and you get you get put into outfield which is not a bad position but it's just like you don't you're not seeing as many balls especially when you're like a kid because mm-hmm. a lot of kids are not hitting crazy balls to the outfield you know most yeah. of them are hitting infield yeah so you know, I was I started to play like center field or like left field, which is like left field is probably the most boring position in baseball. <laughs> why is that? Because you don't get balls hit to you a lot. Oh, really? Is there yeah, a reason because, why? I know nothing about sports. Oh, well, most most batters are right-handed. So if oh, you're okay. a right-handed batter, you're mostly hitting to third base or or right field. Uh right field. Okay. So you're very rare, or did I mix those up? I don't fucking care. You, whatever, whichever one is behind first base, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, but okay. That field, you're not getting, you're not getting a lot of balls hit to you. Okay. Or it's very rare, unless you get in the lefty. Yeah. Or whatever it is. See, um, I would love to play that position then, where you don't have to do any work. That's the thing, though. Like you're playing the sport so that you can catch stuff and throw and you know make plays. Mm, okay. Yeah, I will you tell know? you about my sports history after you're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I was always begging mm-hmm. to pitch, and on this specific team that I that I was on, I was I I was probably on the bench a lot. Okay. Um, which is and the like, best position? Ah, uh, I I hated being on the bench. Yeah. But it was like the stereotypical like oh like I'm always on the bench and it's really mm-hmm. like frustrating. Yeah. And um. So I was like trying to convince like the coach. I was like, "Oh my god, like I really want to pitch." And he's like, "Oh yeah, next game, you know, always constantly." Even my dad was hardcore. He was like, "Dude, he wants to go pitch. Like, just let him pitch. It's fucking little league, you know, like mm-hmm. all this." And the coach, I think his son was the pitcher. So, oh, no nepotism there. A little bit of nepotism, yeah. I think. Yeah. So I was even like practicing pitching. I was mm-hmm. like, really, like I, I really wanted to do it. 
And I thought, yeah. like, I had a pretty good, like, arm, and I thought, like, I could throw fast or whatever. Um, but that all changes when you actually are pitching. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. So I finally got, we were winning mm-hmm. by a lot in this game. Mm-hmm. And my coach was like, all right, fine, Nick, go pitch. And I was like, oh, my God, this is huge. I was so nervous. I was like freaking out and I finally got up there and it was the worst baseball experience of my life. Oh really? And it's like there the two I always say the two the two worst childhood memories I have mm-hmm. um which are, are in Little League. Yeah. And um it's one of this this is one of those moments mm-hmm. where I really like tried to pitch and throw fast and I kept throwing balls, which is like the worst. Mm-hmm. And I threw so many balls that it was bases loaded after a while, like mm-hmm. with nobody on the bases. Yeah. And people started to, I kept just throwing balls and people just kept walking into home and scoring. Oh my God. Skanky. So I, I kept throwing, I kept throwing. And the catcher, like you ever like watch baseball and the catcher is like goes and has like a meeting with the pitcher. Yeah. And, like, in Little League, like, everyone wants to be so serious. So the catcher was like, come talk to me. Come talk to me. He's like, dude, what are you doing? You got to throw. I was like, dude, I'm trying my best. And, like, I was so, I was so, like, like, nervous. I was so sad about it. Yeah. And so then I threw a pitch and it hit the kid that was bad. (laughs) And at that point, I looked at my, I looked at my coach and I was like, dude, you got to take me out. Like, I can't do this. And the coach was what the coach like was like, no, like you're there now. Like, <laughs> no. I was like, dude, I did strike someone out. Okay. After a little while, um, I threw a pitch before the umpire said to throw. Okay. I threw like a perfect pitch before the umpire said that I could throw the ball. <laughs> so it didn't count. Oh man. Um, we were up by a lot. I don't remember how much, but I threw so many balls and they scored so many runs that they won the game. Skanky. It was really, really sad. And I never pitched ever again. Was your dad there to watch that game? My dad was there to watch that your game. Your poor father. I mean, it was it was really it was just it was That sad, is rough. <laughs> that is so really sad. sad. Really it was sad. like I mean it's like kind of first world problems but especially like when you're like a kid yeah and it's like all you do is play sports I guess or all you do is play baseball yeah like that's your extra extracurricular mm-hmm. it was just so sad that you is. know yeah. yeah what is the other other saddest moment <laughs> the other sad that's, moment yeah just uh, so this going. was this is, keep going with the sad baseball stories <laughs> yes so yes. my other you're gonna make me like cry um oh. my other sad baseball story was I'm surprised I haven't told this story. Um, so I, we were, I was on another team. I don't remember. Like I had a couple of good teams where I played a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So I was playing with this team and we were actually a really good team. I remember. And I played a lot. I think I was playing infield at the time a lot. And mm-hmm. um, I was probably playing like shortstop or something. Okay. And, I was in the batting order like sixth or seventh, mm-hmm. something like that. And I don't really know. I don't remember a lot about baseball, but they they used to say like when you're like sixth or seventh in the string, like that's a very, very powerful position to be in Okay, because you, you can be in a lot of situations where the bases are loaded or, yeah. um, you know, because it gives you a lot of time. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like let's say you like have two outs – Right, but it's bases loaded. Like you know, th- th- a lot of people have already gone, but you're up, so you have you're the clutch player. Mm-hmm. You're the you're the clutch batter. So that's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I was, of course, the sixth person to go. Mm-hmm. So I was the clutch hitter. Okay. And it was honestly the perfect scenario that you could imagine. Mm-hmm. It was like the championship game. Mm-hmm. It was bases loaded. Mm-hmm. It was. Two outs, three balls, two strikes, two outs, two strikes, three balls. I was up. The pitcher was crazy good. 
he was like an older kid, so he was like throwing really fast. Yeah. And everyone was like, cheer me on. I was like ready to go. And I fucking struck out. No it way. Was really sad. It was like Stinky. if I had just gotten a hit, we would have won. It was like Aww. the tie a tie score as well. Like it was literally the perfect baseball like movie yeah. experience. Yeah. Dude, I was like, I'm pr- I don't think I think I stopped playing baseball after that. Wow. Holy I might shit. have. I might have not played baseball anymore after that. Oh my gosh. I uh the entire time you're saying this, it's interesting to say movie because like the entire time you're like talking about this, I'm like, this is like the movie Rudy, if like no one ever gave a jersey and was like, put Rudy in for me, coach. And they're just like, thank God that kid never played. Like, this is like, I almost want to turn this into a movie. Like, I mean, there's a lot of baseball movies, you know? There are. I think we can do. We could, I feel like this would touch a lot of hearts and souls. There hasn't been a recent baseball movie besides. No, I think it's time. I think maybe the most recent one has been Moneyball, but it's not yeah, even really so. about baseball. No, that's about math. Yeah, math, dude. <laughs> math. Dude, we got to make the sport great again. Pretty good. <laughs> yes. Pretty <laughs> good. Guys, show people that there's some heart and soul behind it. And then some kids just give up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, so. you know, it was it was an experience. Yeah. I guess. That's true. So I, I, hear, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you go. You go. You want to hear my sad, my sad baseball story? Yeah, please. Stop. I'm going to like start crying now. Go. Okay. So my sad one. It's mostly, mostly I would say pathetic, uh, that type of sad. <laughs> so when I was really young, uh, my parents wanted me to play sports. And so they wanted to get me started with T-ball, as most, I guess, kids do. Pretty um, easy, yeah. And don't say that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, it's a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty easy sport to start out with. Yeah, Rather than I, like football or like, you know. Maybe. Uh, like a so. contact sport, you know. Baseball is like an easier sport to get into. Yeah, yeah. I uh not that so, the game is easy cuz trust me I know it's not. I hear you. So I um I've really bad in <laughs> coordination and okay. all I remember is like like I vividly remember this is like the first time I went and I couldn't hit the ball off the tee with the bat and I started okay. crying and I begged my mom to never make me go back to T-ball again <laughs> because I was so embarrassed and so she agreed and that was the end of my baseball career um, a few years later she signed me up for soccer which okay how did that we, go she signed me up rather late in the thing and it went very very well I really love soccer oh that's good I think it's because I was three years older than every other child on the <laughs> oh, team. Oh, so you were like so kicking was, people. Like I was naturally just better by the fact that my legs were longer. Oh, that's and funny. So that was that was pretty great. I really liked soccer for a while. And then they put me on a regular team, and I didn't like that sport anymore either. Um, but I really found my stride uh in middle school and I did middle school through high school um, was running in cross country because my performance didn't impact anything. And so it was nice to be able to just like run and no one actually cared about you uh, because like if you're a terrible runner, it's like, eh, we got the people that actually do the scoring for us. You just need to be part of the team. And that was always yeah. good. Like I remember during like practices it was so fun. It's like you're with like all like I'm like with all my friends who are also these other slow people and we'd be like running down the street and we'd be like, you know, the nice thing about if we got hit by that car right there, nobody would care because we don't have to compete in the meet this weekend oh my and, like, god high five each other and keep on running it was yeah it was magical it was some magical times back in that high school and middle school magical so yeah <laughs> you and i you and i had vastly different sports experiences yeah we did have a couple up. of different ones yeah. yeah so i uh mine mine involved a lot of crying as a child that's fine so, crying's and, fine and cheating as an older adult and then just <laughs> not performing up to the standards of society so it's been it's been okay good. <laughs> It's, it's been, been good. good. It's been good. No wonder that I never really clicked with the sporting world. <laughs> I don't. Oh don't my god. So, but uh, but yeah, no, I uh, yeah, me and me and sports in high school and middle school never really clicked. So, it is. I get that. Is. I get yeah. that. Yeah, it's a tough. Well, it's a tough time. It's, it's, a, tough it's time. a tough world out there. It's a tough. It is world out there. Tough so. sports world out there. It's true. It's true. Skinky. I got. Speaking of a tough world, I need to tell you a story. 
I'm here to listen to this story. I'm ready. I'm, it's I'm... it's an update on, on oh. some some life events here. Oh, okay. So I was wearing something today. Okay. And whenever I put this on, I always think of you. Okay, okay, go. That's... Do you know what it is? <sighs> so you put this on and you think of me. Yes. Is it my shirt? No, no. I do also <laughs> you think of you when I wear that. You're right. <laughs> okay, so I got, I got one thing kind of right. Yeah, yeah you got, so you, got partial you credit. You put this on and you think of me? Yeah, yeah. Almost every single time. Almost, almost Actually, every, every single, single time. time. Every single time every I put this on, time. I think of you. Oh, you're... Frick, I know what you're talking about. Yes, that is you're correct. You're freaking Trilby. Yes, I put, uh, so earlier today, I put the Trilby Did you burn on. it in a fire? No, 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 no. No, just the opposite, actually. Just the opposite. <laughs> oh, no. This, this absolutely gorgeous woman told me I look sexy. And my ego cannot be bigger right now. And I think I said to her, and by think, I mean, I know I did. I said, Thank I can't you. wait to tell Skanky later. <laughs> no. Yeah, Skanky. Skanky, I told you. The hats. It's great. <laughs> I don't know who this woman is, but she has some major issues going on. <laughs> This is impossible. No, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. So I'll. Uh, but but you see, the thing is, it is. No, it's not. It's not. It's. I'm telling you, the hat is sexy. I, and now I know why you didn't want me to wear it in New York because it made you look a little bit worse in comparison, right? Like I look <laughs> so goddamn good that you're like, I really I feel weird walking next to this superstar here. But it's okay. It's okay. We all. We all kind of have insecurities like that sometimes. Wow! Look at this guy, man. <laughs> Look at this guy. I know. I know. What can I say? Well, if, you, if you just have a pretty woman tell you sexy, and like, I can do no wrong now. I'm on top of the world. So, but yeah, I just want. Well, to you know sure. what? I'm I'm glad. That's good, man. Thank you. Thank you. So. uh it's going to become a regular, a staple in the regular rotation. So was this a random person on the side of the street that said this to you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, that changes things. I don't know if it does. That changes <laughs> you know, a lot. I, I thought able, you were... Maybe we should have into the details about this. I thought you this. were minding your own business, walking down the street with your trilby on, and someone stopped you, grabbed you on the shoulder, said, Sir, you look absolutely sexy today. I thought... <laughs> I thought that's what would, that's what happened. I mean, we can pretend that's what happened. It's our podcast. We can pretend whatever we want. <laughs> but but uh, what if I don't want? I don't. Th I don't think I quite want to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If that ever actually happened to me, I think I would actually. Be, I'd be a little terrified. I'd be a little terrified. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I. Um, and the only reason why I can kind of say that is. I tweeted about this a few months ago, or maybe a month ago. Um, I got this new cycling jacket that is fully reflective, and um, and especially now that it's winter time and it gets dark earlier, it's much more a visible and important. Uh, but I get stopped all the time by people to comment on my jacket, like really three or four times a week. By at first, it was just other cyclists, like when they were when we'd meet up at a light, right? If they're coming up behind me or something, they would always be like, Man, I really love that jacket. Where did you get it? And uh, it's happened a number of times where drivers would stop and roll down their window to tell me how much they like the jacket. And I was like, This is this That's is weird, a weird amount of attention. I've never gotten attention for something that was on my body before, <laughs> and now, uh, or at least this positive attention about yeah. something that was on my body before so but it's uh but yeah no it's so i so i'm it, maybe i if i wear the hat with that jacket uh, then no, someone will some random stranger will stop me and tell me i'm sexy i don't i don't i i i'd uh i wouldn't i think i think i might 
No, you got to wear a helmet. So I would. That's I wouldn't true. recommend. I'm just gonna walk around in the reflective jacket. With the, and oh, the okay. Well, then they're gonna be like, "Well, this guy is absolutely insane, <laughs> and we should avoid him at all costs." Actually, you know what? Yeah, do that. That's fine. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, do that. It's like, That'll you, work. You, yeah. You keep a like. It's not, it's a good way to keep a good five foot bubble around yeah, you as you yeah, walk. Just, like, just do that. That's fine. You just watch crowds part as you walk through them. So. Yeah, but no, it was good. It was good. But uh, Skanky, I don't know if you know this. Okay. But it's uh, it's 2019. It is. How we is took your... a week off. We took a week break to prep for the new year. To how prep was... for the new year. How was uh, your How was your New Year's Eve? Uh, it was good. Nice. I did Excellent. my usual. What's your usual? I always uh, New Year's just watch uh, Twilight Zone. Really, I did not know this. That's mm-hmm. a nice. That's a cool tradition. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Very it's nice. Fun. Very nice. Uh, we, me and Skanky, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, he's agreed that we're going to go to Disney World one of these years for me and him for New Year's. Um, uh huh. So that would be great. I so. saw. I went to a friend's party, and then I went to a venue in Chicago called the Empty Bottle and watched the band Bully perform, which was amazing. Um, so good. My, that sounds fun. Years. It was fun. It was. Really was it busy? Time. You know, it was a sold out show, but one really nice thing about it was is that they didn't overpack the venue, right? It was probably I'd say the thing was probably like sixty to seventy five percent full. Um, and so there wasn't we weren't all like crammed in there, which is really, really nice. It was That's good. And it, it was a it's a small venue, so you know, you're really close to the stage and I saw her at Riot Fest. I really love her albums. Um and so it was kind of, I don't know, it was just, I think it was a great experience overall. Beers were nice and relatively, or I wouldn't say relative, they were inexpensive, which was good, so. That's always um, nice. Yeah, yeah, especially like New Year's, man. Bar, bars in uh, general, yeah. they, you know, they're expensive. Gouge it. New Year's are just really expensive, so. But yeah, yeah. I'd say it was, it was a nice, it was a it was very nice New Year's. I had a That's had good, a I'm glad. Yeah. yeah, so, but no, next year we'll do that. Um, But yeah, I don't know, do you, do you partake in, like, goal setting new year's resolutions or even just like ideas of what you want to do going forward or is that not something you like to like partake in i don't really do that okay any specific reason why or just never been your thing i've just never done it i Mm -hmm. I don't really um i feel like i always felt like i didn't really need the new year to make goals Mm -hmm. yeah you know i Mm -hmm. i I don't i don't like dislike people who make goals during the new year like new year's resolutions i think is fine like i don't Mm -hmm. think it's a big deal yeah um and i guess i wouldn't mind doing it but i I feel like i don't need the new year to just be like oh i need to like do these things you know yeah um but i don't really care like i guess i would do it but yeah yeah see so i agree with you on part of it but i also do do it so here's how it works for me because like throughout the year, it's like constantly like goal setting, refining, moving, trying to move towards various things, right? It's not something I do only on the New Year's. I'm always trying to be like, oh, here's what I want to do. Or I have like bigger goals that's like, okay, I don't want to do this now, but like that might be a good 2019 thing that we like try and tackle and approach. Um, so I do kind of do that, but I do like New Year's and I don't know if I would say like New Year's resolutions, but like New Year's like goal setting or trying to like just like sitting down thinking about it because it's a nice like set point in time right like it is if you know it does have a feeling of like moving over into something new there's a lot of hype around it but it is even just something on a calendar that's easily remember like remember uh memorable or easy to remember that oh at the new year like let me kind of just take a look at like my life in general where are my goals at is there anything that i want to focus on more or less than i did in the year before Mm-hmm. And so it's a good way to kind of take inventory and then readjust. And so I kind of did that uh, for this year, like I do uh, most years. And uh, something that kind of reminds me of is like you could you could pick any point in the year, right? You could be like, oh, on September fifteenth, I want to do this. It's like, well, the problem with that is you're not going to remember on September fifteenth, and that's the part of the reason why I like January first. Um, speaking of that, let's real quick side thing. Um, a night, a good thing that you people should be doing if you forget every year to get your flu shot is start to associate flu shots with Halloween because that's about like a good optimal time to get your flu shot. So it's not like wearing out or doesn't have like the lead time to become effective. So I've now associated that Halloween, I get candy and I get flu shots. Uh, that's my thing. So talking <laughs> about talking about dates, mm, um, candy and syringes. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Um, but no, so I do, I do do that for, um, I do kind of partake up 
bit in the New Year's resolutions. Uh, it's also a good way to for me to look back at the year previous and kind of score the year for me personally, right? To see how I've grown or things that have changed that I like or how things have gotten better um, or if there's anything that got worse, like is now maybe a good time to make changes to go in a different direction. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I like, I like the resolution. So That's my, fine. That's good. Yeah. So it's uh, my one of my big ones for this year. I wouldn't say a big one, but one of, my, one of the ones I'm pushing myself on to try is I really want to give up French fries for 2019. Um, so we're going to see how that works. That'll be, that'll be an interesting, that's, that's, that's tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So that's, that's tough. Just, I had French fries last night. Oh my gosh. I went to this Greek restaurant and my friend Ellen got this amazing steak with these giant Greek fries just sitting there and like the au jus from the steak. Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it because then you're going to want them. I have not stopped thinking about this cake. I want those fries <laughs> so bad. I just bad. have dreams about them. I just have dreams about it. I think this might not be a good thing. I so, wake up in a pool of uh, like saliva. <laughs> I mean, I wake up in a pool of saliva regardless. So that's nothing new. <laughs> that no matter is, what I'm dreaming about. That no, <laughs> exactly. No matter what I'm dreaming about, pool of saliva guaranteed. Always so, there. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like I've told this before, like how then all you know I think most dogs do is, but like when Dodger sleeps, he's always like his paws are moving, so he's running and he's huffing mm-hmm. and puffing and barking and stuff. And I'm assuming he's also drooling a lot. So I think like I will also when I sleep, I dream that I'm on all fours, prancing through a meadow, chasing after a bunny. I think that's what happens. So. That can be taken in a lot of different directions. Yeah, we can unpack that at some point if we need to, but or we could just just No, I think we should let that live on. I yeah. think we should that should be a thing. That should be that should be that I think that should be, be a thing. Yeah. 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 So. Someone should animate that, please. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Animation of uh of, of you on all fours, prancing I almost said skanky chasing. on all fours going through a meadow. <laughs> I'm like, wait, that doesn't feel right. No, 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 no. There's something wrong about this. So, oh my gosh. But, oh, I forgot to tell you this. I was going to tell you this before the podcast, but I'm going to forget. Because okay. I'm going to mention it now. Um, I saw, when I, before I went to the bully concert, I went to this party. And uh, this guy walks in. His name is Cheese. And he walks up to me and he says I am a huge fan of yours and skankies and I really love shenantics and that kind of made my New Year's Eve night so uh, thank you cheese and thank you for listening to shenantics wait who's cheese He's a fan of shenantics so just a, he's a, a man that you know I, I, I know through maybe a mutual acquaintance. We'll That's amazing! Hey, cheese! Thanks, yeah. bud. So, um, yeah. So, so shenantics was was an evening, or New Year's Eve was an evening of shenantixing. Um, I gave a i I gave a little uh little a little live shenantixy demo where I, I kind of sat up on a table, pulled out a microphone, and I said, "Here's oh. what it looks like when we record shenantics." Oh no! Yeah, it was great. Should have been there for that one. Yeah. It's, Really, you should have, because that would have made it that much more authentic. <laughs> it would have made a lot more. Well, actually, so. you probably wouldn't have. You probably would have to call me on the phone. Oh, that is true. <laughs> because it, we don't record in person. That is, that is true. We have twice. What we should do... Twice. What we should do... The first time doesn't count, though. To really test friendships, we should have a uh, live recording of Shenantics with us in two different rooms, like but like near each other, adjacent rooms, and see which room people go into. Well, you just have to make sure that my room is really big. I actually would rather have a very small room <laughs> so that it, fe- it appears very full. <laughs> like, but when the numbers come down, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. when it comes down to the numbers, you know, when we count, when everyone exits the room. Whoa, hold on. I know we were going to count. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. How, how else would pressure. we know? How, how else would we know who's better? I don't know if you know this, but I don't think the size of your room dictates how many people are going to be on your side. You know what? Side. I think the best way to do this is we do this in uh, New York, you know? Ooh. How about in <laughs> Chicago? How about we do it in a middle area? North Nashville? Dakota. Nashville? North Dakota. 
What did Bismarck. you say? You said North Dakota. Okay, Bismarck. Bismarck's in North Dakota, right? South Dakota? Is that in South Dakota? I don't know. <laughs> Gonna have a whole bunch of North... All three North Dakotans. Angry. North Dakota. <laughs> Bismarck! Oh, I thought you were just... Hold on, did you just type North Dakota into Google? Yeah. And what does it tell you? It tells me that it's Bismarck. Isn't Bismarck a ship? Probably from Bismarck, North Dakota. Oh, no, Bismarck, North Dakota would never have a ship. North Dakota is a landlocked state. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, you Bismarck, North Dakota. Ships, Navy ships could have USS Bismarck. How about that, huh? Wait, why would be the, the USS? USS Bismarck Sea? Get at me. Was a Casablanca class escort carrier of the United States Navy launched on April 17, 1944, from Vancouver, Washington. What does that have to do with North Dakota? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Bismarck Sea means. I don't know. But, like, either. you know how they like, they like name shit after things? I'm trying to figure out why Bismarck was named Bismarck. Oh, uh, Bismarck Sea is a thing. It is. Is the, it a sea? The Bismarck Sea lies in the southwestern Pacific Ocean within the nation of the Papua oh, New Guinea. Oh, my God. You knew that, didn't you? Do you know why Bismarck is named Bismarck? Why? I, it's named after German Chancellor Otto von Bismarck. How could I forget that? Right? I kind of love his name. I think I'm going to... When I have a child... That child's name is going to be Otto, Otto Von, Von Bismarck Apple. underscore. <laughs> gotta, have, gotta have the underscore have the in underscore. there. <laughs> Very important. Very important. So, oh man, I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't. We can't wait to name your child. Otto <laughs> Von wait Bismarck. To name my child. I should. I. I feel like I should sell naming rights to my children. Is that a little, like, fucked up? No, why? They gotta pay for their college tuition somehow. <laughs> Come on. How much money? You're like, oh, that, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, that's gonna be their only source of income for their college career. It's gonna go I into think... the account when they're, like, 18. It's gonna be like, all right, son, you got $3. I think even by compound interest factors, it should be more than $3. Seven. And also, why would I call him son when his claim is clearly Otto von Bismarck, you have $3. Oh, so you're accepting it's $3. Fantastic. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. So, oh, man. All right, Skanky. Time for a food finish. I got one I need to lay on you because I've been, I've been thinking about this all day. Okay. Um, so today I had what might be possibly the best burrito I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, I was in this uh, this Mexican grocery store, like, and in the back corner, there's a small little like counter, and you kind of like walk up, and be like, "Can I get a carne asada burrito?" And yeah, I like, get a okay. Yes, and then you just put it together, and they give it to me. And I, was, first of all, it was giant. It was so tasty. The carne asada was perfect. But mm. one thing that I love about it is that there is no rice in the burrito, and it makes me think that I need to ask you, how do you feel about putting rice in a burrito? I actually used to be very passionate about this. Yeah? I used to be very passionate about no rice in a burrito. Wait, hold on. I'm more worried about that you used to be. I don't, I'm, yeah, what I've changed? changed my ways. Oh my gosh. Okay, tell me how you used to be and how you are now. Okay, I was very hardcore about no rice in a burrito okay. because I felt like it was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. All it's doing is sucking up all the juices of mm -hmm. your beans, right? Yep. All it's doing is getting in the way. It's true. But then, I'm also not a big fan of white rice. I don't really like white rice. Okay. I think it's too plain. It's just silly. There's no reason to have it in existence, okay? it's tasty, yes. Really? You think? I'm not, I'm not really a big fan. I like Anyway, it. I'm more of a yellow rice guy. I could eat just a bowl of plain white rice. See, like for me, like I I don't mind it, but I find it to be not appetizing. Okay, I, okay. 
I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to spit it out. I just would prefer never to put it in my mouth. <laughs> no, it's not that. I mean, I'll. I. I'm very loosey goosey when it comes to food. Okay, I yeah. try a lot of things. You use um, that as a lie. You've never had Taco Bell. You've never had McDonald's. You've never had Wendy's or well, Burger yeah, King. Yeah, because those are ridiculous. I've had Burger King. I've had McDonald's before. I've just never. Oh, been you Taco have. Bell. Yeah. Okay. I've been. I've just. It's have a long you had time Popeye's ago. chicken? No, of course not. Oh, okay. Go on. <laughs> anyway, so I Back changed my rice. ways. <laughs> yeah. One day I was like, you know what, Nick? We're going to try this out, all right? Mm-hmm. Because it was things were getting a little messy. Yeah. I think that's the problem when you don't put rice in your burrito. You find out that you got the beans spilling out, all right? You got a lot of things that are, that are just a little discombobulated inside of mm-hmm. that burrito, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I decided to start putting brown rice in. Okay. And... I personally became a big fan of the brown rice in the burrito. All right. I think it doesn't enhance the flavor necessarily, but it gives the burrito the structure that it needs to be a burrito and to stay in place just to keep everything in there. You know, it's like the muscle of the burrito. Wow. Okay. It's keeping rice it all. Is the muscle of the burrito. Interesting. Yeah. All right. And the burrito is the actual skin, you know? Mm, yeah, the tortilla. Yeah, that's what I mean. Or wait, the, what's the what's the what's the bone? I think the rice should be the bone of the burrito. Actually, you know what? You, that's probably right. The 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 rice should be the bones, right? The skeleton, yeah. And then I would say maybe the beans is like the blood, the and then the I guess maybe there's no muscle in there. No, that'd be the protein, I would say. The protein could be. It could also just be the heart. Because that's Ooh, what that really the defines right. the burrito. You're right. So what we basically have is like... You're eating pers- a human being. A human being with no muscle. Or could we say like the cheese is the muscle? I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Really I'm so to excited back. to eat my little burrito person from now on. You're excited to eat Pete, your burrito person. Yeah, I'm gonna name him Barry the Burrito. <laughs> like each one's gonna get a new name. This <laughs> is gonna be amazing. I, when I do have children, this is a very M. Cole children heavy episode. When I do have children. If I don't sell their naming rights, either way, they're going to have very weird names. They're going to sit down and they're going to be like, Daddy, why do we have really fucked up names? I'd be like, I wasted all your names on the burritos that I ate before you were born. (laughs) No, this is something, though. This I got to mention this. Are you having a child? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm I'm I need to mention this. And this could go into a long discussion. So we don't need to talk about it now. Okay. But. I remember you telling me many moons ago that you never wanted to have children. Possibly. Has that changed now? It's an open discussion. Oh. We'll leave it at that. It's an open discussion, maybe, really depending on naming rights. (laughs) That's that's literally going to be the ice. That's going to be it. Right there. That's going to be it. That is the one. If I can't name my child Bismarck, (laughs) it's done. Also, the fact that I get to tell them the burrito story is like, those are the two things that I really, really are sealing the deal for me right now. But, uh, but, uh, but, all right, but back to the rice, the skeleton of the burrito. Yeah. Um, tell me about this. I, I don't know. I think I disagree with you. I, I think I do. I, I, I shut see up. The, I see the point that you're <laughs> making that it gives it structure. Um, there, only time I really like, rice for things like i like it in a burrito bowl sometimes because like there's too much liquid and it's just like sitting in the bottom and it gets melts through the bottom of the container it's just disgusting and nasty so like, i like like maybe like four or five kernels of rice in the bottom to like soak like a little bit of that up but um i don't i feel like it's just unnecessary filler right if i could get two burritos the same size and one of them is like half full of rice because that's how they do that's where i think that might be where my biggest problem is is that it's not like they just put like a little bit of rice it's like half the damn thing is rice or this other burrito and it's the same size but it's full of all this other delicious stuff like 
avocado, cheese, beans, steak, lettuce. And you're just like, oh my gosh, yes, get in my mouth. It's going to be amazing. Like, I'd rather have that one than the one that's like, hey, why the hell is there so much rice? And who forgot to invite these steak and beans? Right? I'm like literally eating a tortilla. I'm eating grain wrapped around a lot more grains. Like, it just doesn't, that's not exciting for me. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like rice in a burrito is even more popular after like you know the chain burrito places like chipotle where of course chipotle wants to put a ton of rice in there it's dirt cheap compared to the other ingredients and it's like i can give you a giant burrito that like you leave me like oh, i'm so full i feel sick and it's like well yeah we spent like less than a penny making that for you because it's all full of rice yeah no i'm not a fan you didn't convince me i'm sorry bud well let me give you this this is this idea is really out there Okay. Yeah. Really out there. Yeah. Why don't you ask for just a little bit less rice? We've talked about this before, so um, I'm going to mention it again. I used to be the biggest pain in the ass <laughs> when I would go to Chipotle because I would want- No, 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 no. Too much. No, 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 no. Take some out. Used to be that guy. Did they take stuff out of your burrito? Oh, skanky. Skanky, skanky, skanky. Oh, Not really no. that- I also insisted upon the plain white rice that didn't have any cilantro in it. So they had to like oh my go God. get the other like bucket of rice and like to scoop that in. Oh, wow. and then like I'd get all the way done and then I'd be like, uh, excuse me, can I get a four taco tortillas on the side, please? Oh my God, you're like an overprotective mother. <laughs> I am. I, I told you I name all my burritos. Well, like, now you're like, naming them. Yeah, yeah. Now now I have an excuse for why I'm an overprotective burrito mother. Oh my God. So, yeah, no, it'll be good. It'll be good. Real quick, right now, what is the name of your next burrito? Hans. Ooh. Mine is Zimmer. You guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, commute, chores, whatever you do. We are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and at our website at shenantics.rocks. If you have any comments or questions, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. If you love us and you love burritos, leave us a five-star review on the iTunes store. It really does help when other people are trying to find the podcast so they know how amazing and awesome it is. If you want to join the discussion, we do have a Discord server. Head over to shenantics.rocks slash about and click on the invite link and talk to the other Shenantics fanatics all week long. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at Twitch and twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and then Cole, where can they find you? You can find me on the internet at the username mcole underscore m-c-u-l with the underscore symbol, same username on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Great talking to you again this week, bud. Yeah, great talking to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Goodbye. Goodbye.